very first slab because people have actually written in. So we've been asking <laughs> you since week one to write to us and we've been waiting. And it's week 14. Patiently waiting. Oh shit, it's week 13 because that's when we're releasing this. This will be released for week 13. But I think we asked them to send us these stories in week 13. So this is week 14. This is what happens when we're organised and try and do things ahead of time. Yeah, so this is week 14. These this are... is, oh, is it the bit between 13 and 14? This is week 13 and a half. 13.5. This is the first ever slab, which is our little our mini sode. What what could be coined as a mini sode? We're not going to do a full story. Full story. We're well, not going to tell you any stories we're... we've written. No, we're really excited because people have actually written to us about their experiences of spooky stories, spooky experiences, and we're going to read them back. Yeah, in your own words. So, this one is from somebody called Helen, and she says, Once, when I was driving home from the Cotswolds to Nottingham in the pouring rain, I saw a whole family, mum, dad, two small children, soaking wet with suitcases in the central reservation of the motorway. As I passed them, I was shocked and worried for their welfare, but when I looked in my rearview mirror after passing them at 50 miles an hour, they had gone. Oh my god! She says, I know I saw them. That's pretty spooky. That's really scary, because you would, you'd be like... How should I stop and help Yeah, you don't expect to see people in the middle of the motorway, do you? No. Ooh. So I'm going to read a story from um, my friend Emma, who's an amazing actress, who wrote in. And she says, uh, my mum and I went to see a man give a talk about Jack. Jack the Ripper, I mean, she's telling one of our kind of girls, uh, in a very old town hall in Worcester, and it was a bit, and it was running over a bit, but, uh, oh, sorry, and it was running over by quite a bit. Mm. A man in the front of us had fallen asleep and was snoring, yes. which was funny, but a bit annoying, as we take our murder learning very seriously. <laughs> The Good man girl. giving the talk mentioned it, and uh, the sound of everyone laughing woke him, woke him up. The speaker then reassured us that he would only be about another 15 minutes more, and we heard someone sigh loudly in the row behind us. We both turned around to scowl at them, and there was nobody there. <gasps> the hall, in fact, was quite empty past our row. Wow. Clearly a ghost with some place to be... <laughs> or just not enjoying the talk. Or a trick of the acoustics. <laughs> but I prefer to think it that it was a time sensitive ghost. Maybe it was Jack the Ripper thinking this is a load of. Oh god. <laughs> god, they still haven't worked it out. <laughs> and then she says, I think I told you about the one from my mum's house. If not, I'll happily tell it to you again. Do you want to know about her mum's house? Yeah, wait for you to tell me. <laughs> Well, my mum's house is on a lane called Black Pit Lane. Ooh. Black Pits Lane, sorry. Where they apparently used to bury people with the Black Death in big pits. Nice. So that's already pretty terrifying. And her house itself was apparently built as part of a farm by a family for their son. Um, and when he went off to fight in one of the world wars, but never came home. So again, ghost fueled. Um, I've been told these things as fact, but never verified it and never intend to because I want to believe them. My parents once heard a man talking in the kitchen from mm. their room at like 4am and sounded like he was banging cupboards and ranting about something so the next day they asked my brother what the fuck he was doing in the kitchen so late and he of course said he hadn't been in the kitchen at all <gasps> they also once heard the sound of a girl screaming coming from the bathroom very early one morning 
And then once it was just me, my brother, and his mate in the house, and they were upstairs. I went into my mum and dad's room, which is downstairs, to check on the dogs who were sleeping in there. When I looked in, I saw a man sitting on the bed stroking the cat, <laughs> and all the animals were eerily silent. He stood up and slowly walked towards another door in the room that led outside. I was so freaked out and tried to close the door. I looked through the drawer. Sorry, I was so freaked out I tried to close the door I was looking through, but it kept being sucked open like there was another <gasps> door somewhere open and the wind was pulling it back. I ran back into the living room and a few minutes later, a big picture of my mum's room fell to the ground and smashed. Probably logical explanations for all of them. Uh, I wonder if my brother spent a long time (laughs) pretending to be a spectre. But at the time, everyone was adamant about what they saw and what they'd heard. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. Enjoyed your stories. They're very cool. Very creepy. So we also got from that guy from... He was like, edit all this out. Yeah, you need to be more organised. I mean, thanks for doing all the work, but... I've got a dog hair in my mind. Well, I think you deserve that. I'm just going to read this one. Okay. So um, a listener called, wrote in and said, girl in work, and he works night shifts, um, swears she's seen a fella sat on the loo in the gents' toilets. The ladies is upstairs and she can't be bothered. <laughs> so anytime she goes to the loo now, she leaves the door to the cubicle open. Well, I would too. <laughs> nice. Uh, a guy could called Yusuf, and actually, I went and looked at all his um, pictures mm. on um, Instagram. So he's a friend of us on Instagram. You should you should check out his stuff. Yeah. So he used to go into derelict buildings such as mental asylums, um, orphanages, and churchyards to do photos, and he'd spend a long time, uh, lots of time in, inside them, and he'd hear whispering when he was there. And one time he was there, um, every single door was open, started slamming shut repeatedly. Oh my God. He was so scared. He was frozen with fear. He couldn't even move. And it was so dark, the massive building with a very dark and abusive history. Um, and he gave on to say in one of the posts that he got locked in there and he had to go, he had to try and get the attention of the security guard. Eep. So he was waving in front of a camera and waiting, just making bare cigs to pass the time because mm. he was so freaked out. And the security guard came and, like, literally leaned in, grabbed him, pulled him out, and was like, what are you doing? Are you mad? Because that place is so scary. And apparently the security guard said to him, like, I don't even go in there. Oh, my God. I get such bad vibes. But he's, like, shared loads of his photos with us, and they are absolutely incredible. Like, uh, you know, going and investigating. You need to tag him in one of our posts. I will do. Thank you. Um, so we've got another story about a haunted girl, girl's school Ooh. that's apparently haunted by a nun. Okay. So this person writes in and says that her father took over as a caretaker and they started getting reports of strange lights in the school and the convent, must be Catholic, plus frequent visits from the police. We searched the premises but found nothing, but where the mother superior's office was at the top of the landing, the temperature was always cold and on at least five occasions the huge crucifix on the wall was thrown down. It was later that the mother superior told my father about the nun. Apparently she'd committed suicide and her ghost was haunting the school and convent. Now, years later, the school and convent are no more. As of the field, it's now a housing estate. But some of the residents have said that some of the properties have experienced strange lights and funny happenings. We've got a really sweet one off Adele. She said she saw her gran when she was about seven. 
She just appeared in the dining room and she had no feet. She put her finger to her lips, smiled and was gone. Oh. 30 minutes later, we got a visit from my cousin to say she died that morning. Oh, my heart. So I think she was just coming to say goodbye. She was. Um, Bob writes in and says, One night my wife woke, woke him up in the early hours panicking and said, There's a man staring into the baby's crib. Apparently. <laughs> apparently, and he doesn't remember this. Apparently he looked up and said, It's just my dad, baby, go back to sleep. Oh, wow. My dad had been dead for about ten years and my wife had never seen my dad, nor had she seen a picture of him, yet she described him perfectly. <gasps> Yeah. That's amazing. I'm just loving all these stories that have come in. Mm. They're really, really cool. They are. Um, so that was our very first slab, and we really enjoyed reading uh, your little emails Your to stories. Us. And please, please, we don't like to beg, but please send us some more. Yeah, we enjoy reading. We like we like getting posts. We like stories. Yeah. And we like your stories. So, thanks, Spooky. And keep on surviving. Bye,